Hello and welcome to I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside, a show that has been all over time and space and held together by weird cabling issues that I can't describe to anyone. I can't describe how this works. All we know is if you hit the little red button, we blow up. Yep. No hitting the little red button. Do not hit that button. The candy-shaped button. The shiny button. Okay, we'll stop. I'm Jeff, by the way. Yeah, I'm Scott. And this is it for tonight. And uh, we're going to play a little catch-up with uh, something from a few years back. But before we do, let's talk about Pick of the Week. What you got, Jeff? My Pick of the Week will go with uh, God of War for PlayStation 4. Um, I enjoyed the God of War games back on the PS2 and eventually PS3. And I think they did remaster one of them for the PS4. Yeah, there there was an HD collection. There was a nice hack and slash. I mean, the story was minimal, but it was still fun. And it had some character moments, barely. But, you know, it was just silly fun. You were a big yelly man, and you punched everything from Greek mythology. Right, in God of War 3, you killed everything. And I mean everything. But this God of War, much more story-based, much more... I was afraid to be a soft reboot in that, yes, this is Kratos. Yes, he has a backstory. No, we're not going to touch on it, and we're moving on with his character. But they don't do that. They do use his backstory. They say, okay, all this stuff that happened, it happened. It has affected him majorly. Screwed him up in all sorts of different ways. Physically and emotionally and mentally. And now he's got a kid. And the last time that happened, it didn't end so well. So, Well, name a a Greek hero whose kids turned out okay. Yeah. Menelaus? Menelaus, yeah. Uh, Well, even his kids... They got issues. They're live, but they're, yeah. they got issues, which is more than what I could say for the Trojan kids. But that's not the point. Yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, God of War. It looks cool as heck. I kind of want to get my hands on it because I never played any of these for more than a few minutes. You don't really have to know the whole story of the God of War. I mean, it would help a little. At least, at least God of War three, because they use some plot points from the end of God of War three in the middle of the game. But it's not required. I mean, if you go and you'll kind of go, why is that person there? Yeah, okay, whatever. Because that person is barely there. But, yeah, lots of fun. Brilliantly acted. I mean, they, uh, they, they got a kid to play the kid. They got, I forget his name, but the big black guy from Stargate. Oh, yeah, that guy. The series. He plays Kratos. He just lowers that voice even one octave lower than it already is. So he's basically talking, you know, below baritone. And Neil walks around like a badass, because he kind of is a badass. Well, yeah. I and mean, then, Greek god running around go Viking around, lands. You go around and you throw axes at people, and you kill giant ogres, and you hang out with dwarves, and good times. All right, so my it's pick... It's fun to play off... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so my pick of the week is going to go to Battletech. New harebrained schemes... Oh strategy rpg thing well you you manage a mercenary company except you mercenary big stompy robots because if you're going to manage 
something. I mean, you could play football manager or you could manage giant stompy robots. I'll take the giant stompy robots. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You you are a small businessman who has a contract to put a deposed princess back on the throne. And, yeah, no, you, you, you run around taking contracts, wrecking shit, and, you know, with your big stompy robots. Sounds like fun to me. Oh, yeah, no. times. But isn't that basically the plot of Gundam and Blooded Orphans? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty okay. much. So it's like, we're not even pretending here. Princess on the throne, mercenary company. You're, run, you're running Tekadan, basically. Yeah, except everyone's an adult. Well, well yeah, okay. And there's more <laughs> than three women. Oh, okay. Are all of them Nina Purpleton? No, none of them are Nina Purpleton. Okay, good. It's already better than... Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we are doing a callback episode, or we're following up to uh, an episode from a couple years ago where we talked, to, or Dan and I talked about the first two seasons of Rebels, the Star Wars animated series thing from the guys that made the last Star Wars animated series thing, and we'll make the next Star Wars animated series thing. <laughs> because... Now that thanks to Disney owning Star Wars, there will be Star Wars going on forever at all times. Yeah, all all Star Wars, all the time, everywhere, always. We will always have movies now, once a year, every year, and we will have a TV series once every three years. Yeah, or a new or a new TV series every three years. Right until time stops. Until the end of time, and possibly beyond that, who knows? Depends on how much bu- Disney buys, but that's beside the point. Yeah. They may buy time at that point, in which case who cares? Yeah, well, if Disney trademarks time, that's their prerogative. <laughs> what year is it? It's Goofy O'Clock. Yeah. What? But, uh, no, season three. Season three, to me, was a lot like seasons one and two in that, in that you go, there's a lot of really good stuff at the beginning of this series, or a season, and at the end of this season. And, and getting the... through that <laughs> Yeah. There, there's the two-parter at the beginning, and there's the two-parter at the end, and then there's some other stuff that, yeah, I don't want to deal with. Right. Yeah, but that two-parter at the beginning and that two-parter at the end is fucking amazing. Oh, incredibly so. And actually, I, the three-parter at the say, end, the three, the last three of season three are really good. And one of my all-time favorite, um, one of my all-time favorite extended universe or now legends villains was Grand Admiral Thrawn, and they said he's back. We're putting him in season three. I'm like. All right, I'm not sure if he's going to work in this time period, but we'll see. Lars Mikkelsen is playing. Oh my god, yes! Yeah, no. I imagined him having more of an accent in my head, but, I mean, these are books from 1992, so I'm not going to fault them for not matching what's been in my head forever. Right. But I, Lars Mikkelsen, just the way he delivers, because I always pictured in my head, again, this is just headcanon, as of a cold, conniving, emotionless, just bitter, mean little son of a bitch. Who's not really a villain. He sure as hell ain't the good guy either. We'll get into this more when we talk about the, the Thrawn novels or the new ones that came out. Yeah. But the way Mickelson plays him, he really doesn't have much emotional range. It's exactly the way it should be. And he is just here to do a job. I am here to eliminate the rebels. We do that the fastest and most efficient way. Does that involve killing a lot of people? Oh, my. Uh... But, yeah, season, I mean, the first couple episodes of that two-parter, the very beginning... Damn, that was cool. <laughs> Just the way it sets up and you realize, you know, any progress that you thought they'd made in season two has gone to complete to shit. Yep. 
You, you thought you were making progress. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Nope, no. We blew about, all that up. You're about to get General Grievous. Oh, yeah. But they, they start adding, you know... I mean, there's certain little hints and throwbacks to... Like there was in the first two seasons. Certain little hints and throwbacks to first Clone Wars. And then, you know, I, wanna, I don't want to say forward-thinking to the new movies, but you can start, you know, seeing, laying the groundwork for other things, yeah. especially now that we've seen the first two sequel movies. Yeah. Okay, I see what they did there. Well, e- even just throwing shout-outs to... And th- this is the show that feeds the old Legends wonks in a lot of ways, where it's like, hey, we've got Wedge and Hobby, and they- they're defecting from the Rand Ecliptic, aren't they? Yeah, no, that that's like, the- that's a few episodes in. Um... There's the, for some goddamn reason, the episode where Rex and, like, one of the old tactical droids have to have a war game for no reason. I like I like the callback of bringing Rex back. I like, cause especially because they said that, that bearded white guy saw in Return of the Jedi, guess who that was? They're like, no. Nah. But it fit. Timing's right. Timing's right. But um, I also liked... <coughs> I also like the way they use Maul when they said we're bringing back Darth Maul. I'm like, why? Why do you keep bringing this Don't guy I... back? This is a case of beating a dead horse, or in this case, a dead Zarbrak. Yeah. But uh, okay, it's it's done. We we we've, we've seen the end of this. I think this was in season three, I believe, where you see where he meets up with Obi Wan. Yeah, the that that's the third last episode of the season is they finally wrap up Obi Wan or uh, wrap up Maul and right. that fight. One swing each, all I wanted. The, the, the shortest star, lightsaber fight in Star Wars history, and might be in my top five. Oh yeah, absolutely. One, and the, the you know, it kind of feels sorry for Maul. Then he looks at it because is he the chosen one? He goes, he is. And he goes, he will avenge us. And you're like, no, he won't. But you'll be surprised who does. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was that was good. Uh, I did like. I think this season was the same time when. Uh, Rogue One came out? Yes, because uh, we get a two-parter with uh, Forrest Redeker's character before he's completely Gr- off the deep end with the right. Bogolin. Right. Well, I like that... I always remember there's somewhere out there, if you, I, if you search for it, you can find, like, there's two takes he did on the character. One was a little off and a little weird, and the other one was completely over the top and batshit crazy. I'm like, you like that one. <laughs> yeah, no... So, like, it, you're not going to be on screen long. you got to sell it to the back. It's like, it's like yeah. It's like, you're going to die in the first act. Just go apeshit. <laughs> just just, just go do nuts. it. Just do it. Everyone in this movie dies anyway. Yeah. And you die in the first act. <laughs> but I like that, you know, they had little links going to Rogue One and vice versa. In Rogue One, you saw the ghost. You saw, uh, I forget the name of the damn, their droid, Chopper. Chopper. He's my hero. You see him in the background. For a second, you see Chopper rolling by. No, it's like off in the corner. The the Star Wars Rebel Gang are here. There's the ghost. Now we know exactly. Of course, because of the end of the series, we know know exactly who was there and who's not. Yeah, and then there's there's just a bunch of dumb episodes in the middle, like more Hondo. Yeah, jeez. So much. That's beating a dead horse. That's beating a dead horse that nobody wants to buy. I appreciate. Yeah, Hondo was funny for that two-parter in Clone Wars. Right, and they just kept bringing back. No, 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 no. He was funny. We have long since passed that point. And he it's is now no longer funny. 
and and it's just, it's just annoying. It's just Jim Cummings doing his Don Carnage voice, and I'm sitting here going, "Man, I miss Don Carnage." Oh my god! Oh my god! I just figured that out. Yeah, he's just oh being god. Don Carnage. Holy shit! You're right. I I couldn't even I didn't even put these back together. What a lousy place for a wall. Don Carnage. Holy shit! Don Carnage is in Star Wars. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't figure that out now. It's fine. But, um, I'm never, I'm never going to be able to watch that show now. You know what? I, I like him a little more now. <laughs> but guess he's kind of like Don Carnage. So. Well, he, Don Carnage was a little annoying, but I think just the sheer number of times he pops up over the course of this series, it's like, man, does does Espera not know anyone? I mean, he doesn't know <laughs> anyone, but does no one know anyone? <laughs> Holy shit, I'm, I'm going to be messing with my head for the rest of the night. Don Carnage, huh? Why didn't I figure that out? Anywho, uh, we also get part of more. Uh, we, well, we get we get some time after season two and the constant thro- throwbacks to Clone Wars. We finally get some time yeah. for all the other characters, so we get uh, a good two-parter with Sabine dealing with her backstory. Yeah, we got. Uh, <laughs> that's another one of those ones I didn't care for. It's painfully obvious that like, okay, we have these plot points and we have filler. Yeah. And the filler sucks, because most filler does. The plot points are great. <clears throat> the only big problem I have with season three, in my opinion, the still the two greatest episodes of the all of this series is the end of season two, uh, Vader versus Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. I was on the edge of my damn seat, and, and when Vader's mac, um, mask is cr- cracks, and he looks up, and you hear Anakin and Vader at the same time to go, Ahsoka, chills fired up my spine. I was so freaked out. And when that ended, it's like, is she dead? Is she dead? Is she dead? And then season three comes out. We, we ain't telling you. We ain't telling you. Like, no, 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 but, but you ended it on a cliffhanger. Answer the cliffhanger. Yeah. And then they answer it in a very dumb way in season four. Yeah. Well, this is it. Uh, we get Thrawn as a villain, but he's so boring here. Like, I appreciate that there's one guy in the Empire who realizes that, no, we have a billion more guys and a billion more stuff than the Rebels. We don't have to flip our shit every time they, every time they blow up a base. We don't have to do that. <laughs> but they, they did blow up a rather big base, though. I mean, they did. They did. It, it was the size of a small moon. Yeah, but, I mean... He he's he's the first villain to take a victory well in this fr- in this series, and it's just like, yep, yeah, nope. I at least I learned something. We learned something. Let's yeah. carry on. I don't know. I like this character. I, like I said, in my head, and I guess this is just headcanon. That character's been around so long, and everyone has so many different interpretations of him. As soon as they gave you a you know actual representation, either animated or other or physical, somebody's gonna be pissed off because it wouldn't match their headcanon. Well, okay. I always picture him like this is cold, conniving, somewhat emotionless. He's all about, you know, we are going to win in the long term. We may lose here, we may lose there, but I'm moving the chess pieces right where they need to be, so when the time comes, I will fuck your shit up. Even if I have to move the piece six months before I actually have to move it again. I, I'm keeping the pieces moving is what what I'm trying to say here. And right. then, I don't know, like to me, Thrawn, as much as he's a calculating tactician... Uh, something Zahn said about the character, and it's always stuck with me, is that he's Sherlock Holmes. So, kind of. Well, uh, particularly the dynamic with Pelion. It's that's his Watson. He he does he. And in this show, you don't see him have a Watson. 
So he's just sort of sitting there being like, yes, uh, we'll be just fine. Like, there's never, how, how'd you figure that, there's the, how did you figure this out moment? There's never that, except for right. when he outs Callus uh, as the spy. That's it. And it's, it's kind of like the James, he, he just does the James Bond villain monologue of, and now I'm turning on all my combat droids. You have fun. <laughs> right. He just has, you just have to assume certain things with him. How does he know this? It's like the Batman mantra. Yeah. How does Batman know this? He's the goddamn Batman. How does Thrawn know this? He's Admiral damn Thrawn, damn it. Yeah, Grand fucking Admiral Thrawn with an F. And apparently that affords him the privilege to get a kick-ass custom paint job on his Star Destroyer. Hey, it worked for Char. Yeah, I know. I'm just sort of sitting here saying, wait. I, I they like the minis game showed off the chimera, and I'm like, wait, it has a custom paint job. Thrawn's a pimp my ride guy. My bigger question is, how the hell do you get a decal on or a spray paint on something that damn big? Ah, I mean, well, do, do, I mean, the Star Destroyer is the size of a fucking skyscraper. Um, is it like a zamboni? Like you know, thirty or forty guys just floating out there in space with airbrushes, and they just take a week and do it. Or is it like a big ass decal? Like you got to roll on or something, eat on or something. I, I I think it's like I think it's like a crack team of guys with rollers. I think it's it's like okay. you you drew the short stick this week. You have to roll white right to the edge of the tape there. Good, Jerry. Uh, yeah, sorry. You do the short straw. You're doing decal duty. Oh motherfucker! Can I at least bring a lunch. I mean zero G. Jerry, you're not going to be eating. Oh, son of a bitch. So then... I now want to do a, like a, an audio drama of Jerry and Greg, two stormtroopers who job as a decal Admiral Thrawn's ship. Well, have have you read the, the short story collection for the 40th anniversary? I have not. Uh, so many of... Because it's uh, following the plot of episode four <laughs> and just showing off different characters that other people walk by, there is... The story of the guy who didn't shoot the escape pod that it uh, ejected from the Tanu Four with the droids in it, and oh, that, yeah. he's he's going to the warrant officer, hat in hand, going, "How do I not get busted for this? What forms do I fill out?" And she talks him through. It's like, okay, we're gonna backdate a request to clean your windows. Then you're gonna fill out this one so you can talk to the head of the search party on the ground without having to talk to your commanding officer. And then, and you fill out this one and this one, and we file this over here. And great, it's not your fault. What do I owe you? I want to shoot the big guns. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen. Bureaucracy, the true scourge of the dark side. Oh, there, there's there's a great one about an... In, there's the, the guy Vader Force Chokes files an incident report about how... Look, it, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying... I'm not saying that it's inappropriate for Vader to physically assault us. I mean, we're all men. We're all officers. We know that the boardroom can get heated and sometimes a punch gets thrown. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the fact that he expressed religious beliefs... While I was trying to praise my co-workers. I was trying to be a good manager, and he was like, nope, nope, nope. My wizard shit is more important. <laughs> I always like that. I always like that one robot chicken episode. Like, 
all the Imperials are talking about Vader in there. It's like, Darth Vader believes he has the ability to force choke. He doesn't. However, we must put him in his act. Because if he does realize that he can't do that, he will kill us with his lightsaber. So, after you're choking, falls to the ground, they drag you away, and a quick disguise later, Lieutenant Leopold here is now Lieutenant George! Ah. <laughs> uh. And then we get to season four, where they are in a very big rush to wrap up everything. So uh, we have all the stuff we left hanging from Mandalore. Some of it dating back to the Clone Wars, getting tied up. Really quickly. Really quickly. Just super fast. And the plot points they had they should have like had a Lord of the Rings style wrap up, where it takes you know, an hour to get all the points done. Nope, they did that in fifteen minutes. Yeah. Then wait, we... wait, what is... He's dead, he's in charge, over next! <laughs> yeah. And then we get some bouncing off of Rogue One, some more, where, hey, hey, the, the Empire's building a doom station. Can we stop that? <laughs> no, 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 we can't. We're fucked. Yeah. And then... But, uh, and then Kanan dies. That pissed me off. I understand, I understand like, yeah, he's the Senpai character. Yep. We know the rule. Like, yeah, but it's Star Wars, it's not anime. You know the rules, I know. Well, it. how often does Disney XD kill off a character? Still, I mean, the, the only thing they didn't, is like, he was called, it's Star Wars. The Masters die. Ask Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't want to be Masters, they die. I am Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. <laughs> ah, damn it. And then we... Get... What the hell?! You said you were a master again, Obi-Wan says. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. And then we get the weird metaphysical stuff where I guess they can time travel now, so Ahsoka's still not dead. Yeah, that was... When they did that, I'm like, no... No... You don't have to open this particular can of worms. Yeah, don't do Things that. Things get weird when you open this can of worms. Yeah, it's like... You know, we, you could have walked away from that weird thing, that weird three-parter from Clone Wars. Could have left that standing. Nope, nope. Force is weird. Time travel. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember the Clone Wars one where the, there's a light side goddess and a dark side god, and there's the balance, and they killed him, and yeah, I was, what? Yeah, and then no one remembers it, except maybe Ahsoka does. It. Well, no, none of the like, characters get to. Oh, okay. I remember because I'm like, why is this in this show? Why is it? Why is it a three-parter? Why is this so much? And apparently, these these were all George's ideas because he's the guy we want running the franchise still, right? Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. Well, I just keep reminding everyone, like he handed over his his story treatments for episodes uh, seven, eight, and nine, and they immediately threw those things into a dumpster fire. Yeah. So. Like, I don't. I'm curious to hear the idea. I'm I just just big sky it. I don't need to see any art or any actual attempt to do it. Just explain why you I'm were sure so quick to ditch it. I'm sure five or ten years from after episode nine comes out, they will come out like some graphic novel. Here's George Lucas' original vision. Yeah. Like, and we're gonna be like, this is what we wanted to see. This is what to be. Oh my god, Jar Jar. <laughs> or like the. They're, they're, like, they released the annotated screenplays where you had bits of other drafts in it. Maybe that, maybe something like that. Yeah. And then, once yeah, again, boy. we get our three-parter at the end that very quickly wraps everything up and everyone comes together, all of them, even Hondo, to blow up a factory. Yep. 
and the space whales come back. Because, yeah, that's who's come to save the day, space whales. Yep. I, saw, I keep thinking every time I see the space whales, like, get back to Star Trek, the next generation. You don't belong here. Get back to where you belong. Stupid space whales. Go bother Riker. You're in the wrong show. Where do you keep your nuclear whistles? <laughs> you work for the Ruskies, right? Ruskies? What is a Rusky? I'm as American as apple cake. Oh, crap. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, time travel. Ahsoka's back because we jumped into the series two finale and pulled her out before Dick made her kill her. And that whole thing where she was walking off into the shadow. I don't know. I Basically, don't. look, we were going to be in the next series. Oh, yeah. But we have to. There's no way Ahsoka's not in the next series. Oh, yeah. We want Ahsoka to be in the next series, but we don't want her in this series. So we have to kind of screw with the plot a little so she's alive, but not involved in any way. Not talking to anyone about anything, ever. <laughs> right, yeah, because she knows who Darth Vader is, but she can't tell anyone because that'd screw up the rest of the movies, and yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to send her off to the corners of deep space to not be helpful for a while. and Go hang out with whoever he is. Yeah, and, and Kanan had a kid, I guess. And he has green hair. Well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Like, I understand, you know, this is an interspecies marriage, but my gen- but like, even though I'm like, the genetics are kind of weird here. I mean, I mean, I Ezra has blue hair. Uh, I understand we're, we're just, we're slowly turning Star Wars into an anime. Let's just accept that and move on. Yeah. Also, this, this yeah, season has teleporting wolves. Why does this season have teleporting wolves? I don't know. Because we need teleporting wolves. Talking sure teleporting wolves. <laughs> talking teleporting wolves and, and hyperspace whales. Yeah. With tentacles. With tentacles. Oh, and we want, and we really want Thrawn to be alive, so we're going to jump him over there, too. Yeah. Thrawn's not dead. He's just out of the picture. Uh, Ezra's not dead. He's just out of the picture. And Kanan's not, Kanan is dead, and he's out of the picture. And uh, uh, what's her Mandalorian? Yeah. Uh, got Sabine. Sabine just kind of hangs out on the planet until, okay, now what do I do? Uh, everything's safe. Let's um, here. Let's go. We let's go out there, and this will totally come back later. Totally make no fucking sense for at least four years. Yep. Then when it all comes, we're gonna go. Oh, that's what they were trying to do. What? I swear to God, we're gonna be here in five years. We look. Then freaking space whales feet seem completely, you know, normal and not at all weird compared to the freaking giant talking mountains. Well, I mean, they did get Tom Baker to play some sort of invisible. Guy, <laughs> giant but, but, invisible thing. But he was talking to the giant squid, and the squid had a French accent. Why did he have a French accent? Speaking of accents, I just want to point out that it's in season four they stopped asking Steve Blum to play all of the stormtroopers. <laughs> that was nice. Like, like, you do realize there's a lot of nerds out here who'll just say, "We need one line for a stormtrooper. Would you like to do it?" Yes. You you could literally just go around the room and ask each person to be a different stormtrooper. But no, no, they all had to be Steve Blum. Well, clones, you see. But now they're not using clones, so we need a whole bunch of different stormtroopers. Just, just go to a Star Wars convention. Would you say Og? Thank you. Yeah. Would you say, hold it, hold it. You know, I mean, just do that. You'll have a bank full of like a thousand of them inside of 24 hours. You know, just, just there's one set for stun. Freeze, oh. rebel scum. Open fire. I mean, you Hold would, fire. 
Honestly, if they called you up and said, Mr. Watcher, we, we would like you to be a stormtrooper in the next Star Wars series. Uh, we'll pay you only minimum wage. We will pay for your airfare, and you get free lunch. Would you come out for two weeks? Two weeks. You would I get would... your ass up so fast you wouldn't be able to see your feet move. Oh, I would do. I would record like 5,000 barks, and it's like you use these in every video game, whatever. <laughs> Just as long as I see my name in the credits, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, hell, they... And they were making Force Awakens. They said they just went over to the guys who were playing uh, in the Star Wars. I mean, the, the 007 movie. Hey, you want to be a stormtrooper? Like everyone, everyone went. Hell yeah! We don't need extras. We just go next door to the James Bond movie and ask them to be in this movie. And they're like, hell yeah! Even Daniel Craig was like, you want me to be force tricked into dropping my weapon? Fuck yeah! Sounds like fun. Which, to be fair, if I, if I were in his position, I would do the exact same thing. Oh yeah. So they killed Rook. They killed Rook off, and I know, I know they they that 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 you know Last Command is not canon anymore. But I like him stabbing Thrawn. I liked that. It's a good bit. Now it can't happen. Because I told you they need want him alive for the next season, for the next series. Oh God, yeah. We're not done with Thrawn, and Mass still wants to do the part, so. And we got one more novel coming out, so we can't kill him. Yeah. He's going to play good cop, bad cop with Darth Vader. The yeah. b- best part's going to be who the good cop is. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll see in the fall what our what our new show will be. Have they, have they even given it a name yet, or are we still teasing that? It's, it's called Resistance. They're starting to give the names of uh, cast members. Well, they're starting to give names of characters and cast members. So we got, you know... Big Head from uh, Silicon Valley, Donald Faison from Scrubs, Jim Rash, the Dean from Community. This is a this is a Star Wars, not a comedy, right? Yeah, I know. There's also some people from EastEnders and Days of Our Lives, so you know, balance it out. Yeah. Well, I now have a Days of Our Lives episode running around with lightsabers in my head. Yeah. Everything is better with lightsabers. Oh, anyway, like bacon. Bacon, maybe only not that good. Maybe not that good with lightsabers. Probably burns. We can eat the bacon while holding the lightsaber, so it's okay. Yeah, I mean, bacon sandwich, lightsaber, all works. But yeah, that final episode of the series, I mean, I, I know I complain about them dragging things out, but I enjoyed it, but at the end, I'm like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah, what? It's like, no, you were supposed to close things up, not... They closed most of the storylines, but they left the big ones wide open. Okay, come back for the next series. Why are you calling it a series finale? This is not a finale. <laughs> this is us. We got a new season coming out. We're just changing the name. Yeah. Well, oh God. Well, we'll see who else from Clone Wars can conceivably still be around. God, ridiculously old man Hondo. If he shows up. Don Carnage, I'm never going to stop calling him Don Carnage now. Yeah. If Don Carnage somehow survives the original trilogy, I'm officially no longer complaining about that. I'm like, you know what? More power to you, man. You're a survivor. Well, I get, again, the fact that no one just shot him. None of them. Yeah. He, he's burned every business contact he's had, but none of them have just shot him out an airlock. Mm. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. Don Carnage is now going to start dealing with those... Those all those people that they were mentioned in uh, Force Awakens, Tanja Club, oh. and all, all those fuckers that Han Solo's you know 
backed out and double-crossed. And we finally get to find out all those people. What was that stunt team that was there for no reason whatsoever? There you go. There we go. That's We resistance. can find out exactly why they were there before they got eaten by that giant thing. All right. So Star Wars Rebels, it's an okay pew-pew lasers chase the runaway from the bad guys show. Like, it, it, it's, it, it's really, really good at the beginning and the end of each season. And it's average to sucky in the middle. So Yeah. That, that's, that's... It, bounces to it. it bounces somewhere up to it being, yeah, it's pretty good. And this is it. Like, I, I try not to belittle, you know, things that are aimed at children, but this is a Saturday morning cartoon. This is very yeah. much a Saturday morning cartoon. But at the same time, they know exactly who they're playing this for. Oh, yeah. Like, yes, kids are going to watch. Yes, we're trying to sell toys. Yes, we know there's a whole bunch of Star Wars nerds who don't care and will watch this anyway. Oh, yeah. I have not bought any and of that's the why toys. They Neither have I, but you've watched all the damn episodes, haven't you? Yes, via the Methods Network, because there's no good streaming option for Disney shows in Canada. Yeah, I just buy it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. That way I don't have to watch the damn commercials. Except I did watch the series finale and most of se- the season four, because I wanted to see how it ends. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Because I'm sort of after, after season two, it's like, okay, you watch the beginning episodes, and you watch the ending episodes, and all that shit in the middle really doesn't matter. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about the B-Wing that has the Death Star weapon on it, right? No. Uh, it's not a good plan. Goes, yeah, well... We, we never accused the Empire of being the brightest bulbs in the box. No. Uh, I mean, they did let one scientist let an obvious flaw in a giant super weapon go all the way through, because nobody thought to double-check this guy's work. Why, why double-check a guy's work? Why double-check a guy's work when you're investing a whole planet's economy into one big old, one big old sphere? Yeah, double, what does that double-check his work? We only killed his wife and supposedly killed his daughter. I mean, he's a broken man. We There's no reason he would want revenge on us. I mean, really, if he was completely done with, he'd he'd just have hung himself with his shoelaces by now. Yeah. There's a reason we stopped giving him a belt, guys. Yeah. Just saying, there's a reason he's a belt no more. Double check at the work. Uh. I don't think Zev got... I I don't think Zev got much to do these two years. Yeah. He didn't have much to do in the first two seasons either. He had some things to do. He, he had to plot with his you know, home planet. Yeah. Being extinct and being extinct. But let's be honest. He basically was there as, look, look, I'm the original design for Chewie. Isn't that weird? Wouldn't Star Wars be a whole lot weirder if Chewie wasn't a giant walking carpet, but a one-eyed, one-horned giant purple people eater? Except with, you know, no horns and two... Anyway. Yeah. <coughs> So so yeah, that that's that's Star Wars Rebels. It's still a Saturday morning cartoon. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah, and we'll catch you next week after where we'll have something else going on. Yay, something else. Woo! Yeah, and I gotta figure out what's wrong with my mixing board. Jeez. Good luck with that. Ah. As I said, you're the technical genius, I'm the comic relief. <laughs> yep. Good night, everybody! Yeah, night. I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. Thank you for listening. 
I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works Sharealike License Version 3.0 International. Visit sbopodcast.com for past episodes and links to subscribe. Subscribe.